Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's already established fact that people will steal anything, anytime and anywhere, but this common burglary has a new twist. Police in the Madhya Pradesh district of India looking into a breaking and entering incident there last week. Officials say the owner of the home had in fact been quite careful to keep his house locked, but the criminal managed to gain entry anyway, only to leave empty-handed because the homeowner didn't keep any money or valuables in the house. This apparently upset the criminal because he left a note for the resident complaining that there was nothing in the house to steal. <laughs> you know, as the um, owner of the residence, Cliff, it make you feel kind of bad that somebody, you know, broke into your place to steal something and there wasn't anything yeah. there good enough for them to get. Yeah, you're My right. Life hasn't went quite the way I wanted it to. <laughs> well, Cliff, I read this morning that um, yeah. they're now saying some kind of research, I don't know how you test this, but they're saying that a spider mm-hmm. can hear what you and I are doing when you're 10 feet away from them or closer. A spider. A spider. I had never okay. even thought of spiders being able to hear, to be honest I with d- you. I didn't know they had ears. I didn't matter, either. So. so that means one thing, Cliff, if they can hear that distance. A lot of spiders in this uh, tri-state area. Yeah. have heard the salty language that I have whenever I see a spider because I get really excited <laughs> sure. about it. It's like, that's the only thing this guy ever says. Yes. <laughs> Curse words. Cliff, I got a question for you this morning. Okay. Does it make you a little nervous that we keep sending things up into space trying to get a hold of other civilizations? <laughs> no. That kind of makes me a little leery of that. It makes you leery? Yes. What? Why? I read over the weekend, they think mm-hmm. there's at least two trillion galaxies out there. Yeah. That's their latest guess. Right. And I'm thinking, aren't we a little afraid, possibly, of finding and discovering an alien civilization and show them the way to our place? Yeah. And possibly they think mm-hmm. that we taste like filet mignon. <laughs> <laughs> Weed, if you catch those TV courtroom dramas, frequently you'll see the climactic moment in the screenplay where the accused takes the stand in his or her own defense. In reality, that rarely happens in a real criminal trial, and for the exact reason that you believe. It's a high-wire act where one misstep can send the defendant to prison by his own doing. Or worse. And that's evidenced by the case against Brandon Fellows. He was charged in federal court for being a part of the riot at the U.S. Capitol back in January. Felony charges of obstruction of an official proceeding, with investigators saying he entered the Capitol building in Washington, D.C. through a broken window and wound up smoking marijuana in the office of a Democrat senator from Oregon. Things didn't start out well in the criminal case for Fellows, even though he was granted pre-trial release. Authorities say he went back to custody after violating the terms of his bond three different times. But at least he put the time in custody to good use, studying in the Washington, D.C. jail's law library, where he determined that he not only wanted to testify in his own defense, he also wanted to act as as his own attorney. After two weeks of studying in the library, in a federal courtroom in Washington, D.C., Fellows had already 
faced a possible 20-year prison sentence for that single charge of obstructing an official proceeding. But after a two-hour hearing where he both testified on the stand and acted as, as, as his own attorney, well, he could now get more because his testimony during that hearing saw him confess to two other crimes that he had not been charged with. <laughs> it's like he's hankering for a good jailing, you know it, Cliff? <laughs> Cliff, is there something going yeah. on with you this morning that uh, why, you're why keeping you um, on the down low? Down low? What are you talking about, down low? Maybe there's something off with me, but <laughs> you sound different, Cliff, this morning. From the oh. Overlook Lounge. Has something gone on there? Have you well, changed your equipment you know, or what? Um, previous to this point, um, the microphone and all the computer gear that I use to uh, produce my portion of the program has been up by the windows of the Overlook Lounge. Uh, I, I moved all of that stuff yesterday. Uh, I'm a little farther back in the building now. Kind of in preparation for cold weather. Uh, to see if maybe it can be a, a bit warmer away from the windows. So in springtime, you'll be back up by the window? It's possible. I mean, I, I might just like it here so much, I might stay. But it's also closer to, to the refrigerator in the kitchenette area. There's, there's the number one reason right there. <laughs> We'd healthcare workers the world over have been stressed to the limit over the past two years with work conditions that at times have approached a combat zone, but it's unlikely it's been as bad as this nurse in England claims. The unidentified woman originally dismissed from her job as a nurse in an English hospital and is protocol under their national health care system. She filed for what's called a tribunal, which is basically a hearing to determine if the action of her superiors was correct or if she should get her job back. But when she lost the tribunal, she filed a lawsuit saying actions by her bosses were causing her to be stressed to the point where whatever was going on at work caused her to be dismissed, and therefore none of that was her fault. In the suit, she blamed the experiences at work on poor heating and ventilation, adding that the hospital had also rigged up a system that emitted low-frequency sound waves, something that attacked her private parts. And then there was the final most critical reason, as the nurse claimed she had been hypnotized at work, causing her to fart excessively. <laughs> and I wonder why she's going to lose, Cliff. I really do. No, You know how they always talk about you see somebody hypnotizing somebody, they got this thing on a chain, they're swinging. You are getting very, very gassy. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I've never heard that before, Cliff. No. <laughs> I seem to ask you this question a lot on this program, but I'll ask it again. Okay. Is it that bad this morning? Is it that horrible this morning, this program? <laughs> what, are t- what are you talking about? Well, listen to this voice message I just okay. received here at Country 98.1. Okay. Morning, Weed. Morning, Cliff. Hey, Weed. Uh, show kind of needs a little boost this morning. Is it that bad, Cliff? We need a little <laughs> boost this morning. A boost? Yes. We need a boost? <laughs> I didn't know how to answer it, Cliff. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know what kind of boost we could use, but, yeah, we need a boost. <laughs> okay. All right. I just wondered. <laughs> now, I've got an idea here, Cliff. Okay. Could high school football yeah. add a little bit of oomph to the beginning of NFL games? 
What are you talking about? Well, you know, they always start an NFL game, any football game. They start by yeah. having the captains come out to the 50-yard line. Yeah. The referee has a coin, and he flips the coin, and somebody hollers out heads or tails. Right. And that determines, of course, who gets the football first and which end of the field you get. Yeah, exactly. Well, this is brilliant. Over the okay. weekend in a high school football game over in Illinois yeah. at Lewiston High, I don't know if the referee forgot the coin. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> there was no coin. I don't know that. But instead of having a toying cause, the referee yeah. decided the two captains from each high school team yeah. would throw down rock, paper, scissors to determine who was, <laughs> was going to get the say, first one. they got to play rock, paper, scissors if there's no coin. Now, and huh? that's what they did. And I thought, boy, would that not be exciting in an NFL awesome. game to see those guys out there flipping out <laughs> rock, paper, and scissors. And No, it's a tie. we got to go again. It'd be a little yeah. dramatic, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, we could have play-by-play of rock, paper, scissors. And after a while, Cliff, yeah, the way betting's going in sports, yeah. there will be bets on what he's going to throw down first, second, or yes. third. And, ah. and, and like, you know, like just like they can analyze historically what kind of pitch a batter likes, whether it's you know, low and away right. or high and they're, – they're going to analyze – what his tendencies are for rock, paper, scissors. Yes, at home he tends to be a rock guy, and on the road he's a scissors guy. <laughs> it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. The Luna Moth Cliff I mentioned earlier yeah. is what I do not want to come back as if there's reincarnation. <laughs> this okay. moth only lives six or seven days once it reaches adulthood. And the reason it only lives six or seven days is because it has no mouth and dies of starvation. <laughs> the sole purpose of this moth cliff is basically mm -hmm. to reproduce, and that's all there is to it. You never get to eat if you're a Luna moth. I couldn't stand that. And six or seven days isn't quite long enough for me. Had okay. you ever heard of that before with this moth? I, um, I have never heard of that, actually. And they're that, huge. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I knew they were, they were quite large. In fact, we got a couple of text messages saying that those things were huge, but no one really knows that they can't eat. That's sad, isn't it? And because they have no mouth, they can't tell anybody they can't eat either. I never even thought of that. Yes, <laughs> pass some mashed potato. No, I did see that wouldn't work. <laughs> Cliff, was there anything said today? Morning roadshow phrases of the day. Start with number three. I didn't know spiders had ears. Number two, you are getting very, very gassy. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, I've got a hankering for a good jailing. <laughs> <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.